right. Hello. Welcome to the Lost Out Podcast. I'm your host, Trent Cassaberry, and I am here with Kinsey. Say hey, Kinsey. Hey. Hey. And then Nicole. Hi. So do you want to use your last names? We'll, we'll get to that when we get to the, the, the topic at hand. It's going to okay. be great stuff. All right. All right. So I'm going to do a little bit of introductions as far as I'll let you introduce a little bit, but I'm going to tell you from my perspective who you is. <laughs> so uh, Kinsey and her hubby, <laughs> uh, we were, uh, when I first got here, um, there is like this rule to where I brought my cat. So there's a rule to where they have to be, when they come to, when you bring pets into Japan, they have to have like a certain, uh, what, what, what was it called again? Um, quarantine. A, yeah, quarantine. Yeah. So they had to be quarantined and on the base for, days? it's 180 days. I did half of that at my last base because I didn't know about it. By the time I got my orders, cause I came back from a deployment and then they were like, yeah, if you're going to bring your cat, well, you have 180 days. Well, I had, I had three months until, you know, I was shipping out. So I went directly to the vet and was like, I was living on base housing too. So they were, they were like, yeah, this will count as quarantine as long as you're on the base. So I, I really lucked out there by getting the base housing back then. But that's neither here or there. So let's move on. So I got here and I posted on the site. It's Masawa Pet Corner. On the, It's not a site. It's a <laughs> Facebook group. I and mean, we'll get to that. So we went to, uh, I went to the Facebook group and I was like, Hey, is there anybody willing to host my cat while I am, you know, cause I put it in the kennel. I put her in the kennel, uh, for a little bit, like a couple days. And then you guys are like the first people who are just like, I want a cat. Let me, let me watch it. And I was a little apprehensive a little bit, but I was like, yeah, they seem like nice people. And then you guys took me out to dinner to like two or three places. We hung out. It was, yeah. it was killer time. You showed me around. So that was, it was just the greatest greatest deal yeah. and i met nicole through you mm-hmm. and recall that night yes in, uh, the hookah place uh-huh we asked you to if you all if y'all wanted to sit next to us uh, yeah remember? that was the same night i met her for the first time yeah. oh for real yeah you were with us and- yeah i remember we also like it was like your place too we hung out there oh, for a yeah, little bit there. in the very in the early stages yeah mm-hmm. in the early stages and it was just been back and forth really i mean because we don't always go out and we don't always go out at the same time. So we don't really coordinate that much. But when we do see each other, it's such a pleasure. It's been know? over a year. Has it really? Yeah. We met um, before summer, not last it summer, like the summer before April that. Like March, April yeah. 2018. And then ever right? since then, we take Trent out to Yukaku or he'll take me and Billy out to Yukaku back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. We haven't done that in a while though. I know. We need to get back into it. Yes, we do. It's been crazy. Yeah. Like once promoting and everything like that, and then try. I, I have just started hosting like D and D groups on the weekends. So Saturday and Sunday, I'll have a D and D group come over. Which I should have thought had a little more forethought. It was like, well, I'm really, I'm really making it to where like Fridays are the only time that I can record. So I'm gonna end up doing like an on and off thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, I, I can come from one session, or we can do it another week and balance it out so I can have more people over. Or just figure out the times. But anyway, trying to stay on topic. <laughs> it's been like, and that's crazy. It's been over a year already. It feels like I just got here. It's insane. So, the main reason why I wanted to bring Nicole over and Kinsey as a byproduct because she's just a pleasure to be around. And she's highly opinionated. She's not acting like it now. She's leaning way too far away. She's like, I'm way over here in the corner. <laughs> Not paying attention, but we're going to talk about something and she's going to be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
She just got, yeah, she just got to get in the moment. Yeah. All right. So now that the introductions are kind of out of the way for uh, relatively, we're going to get more into knowing about a little bit more about you guys. But the, I decided, I asked Nicole if she wanted to come on the podcast because I saw she was, she posted a YouTube video on Facebook. And I love content creators. And I feel like I can learn a lot from content creators, specifically YouTube, because I've been thinking about wanting to get into YouTube for a while now. But I wanted to, I was thinking only by recording the podcast episodes, you know, kind of like Joe Rogan style, whatever. But then I was thinking, like, I could, like, at least for the, um, my solo episodes, I could just, I have web cameras. I used to be a streamer, but I just don't know how the YouTube thing works. I never got into it. So I want to know your experience and what kind of content you're actually creating and what spurred you to do it. So I think my kind of niche or niche or however you pronounce that is more um, parenting, like mom videos or Masawa videos, like vlogs and here's this shrine. And um, I don't know if I have like a narrowed down category like sometimes I'll do like a get ready with me which is like me talking while I'm doing my makeup or then I'll do like a day in the life of a young mom or I'll do Masawa vlog this festival and I'll vlog the festival so it's got a little bit of a lot of things yeah it's whatever I'm interested at in the moment I did some like fitness videos of me trying to get in shape because then I just had a baby so um well you're killing it (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, just I originally started it because I wanted to track Wyatt's life, my son's life, and just be able to look back on videos of him as a little baby and have memories like that. That's awesome. What is what is his name? What's your son's name now? Wyatt. Wyatt. I never actually had the pleasure of meeting Wyatt, but that's mm-hmm. an awesome name. He's a chunk <laughs> <laughs> He's a big boy. Oh, yeah. oh, he's the biggest that's been born in the hospital so far. Really? Well, at least broke this, records. this year and last year. I think it's I think he's still holding the record. He was um ten point three pounds. Ten point three pounds. Yeah. I gotta ask my mom how much I, I weighed because she had two of us simultaneously. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that's probably didn't weigh a whole lot then since there's two of you. But I did she, not know he was gonna be ten pounds. Oh, I can imagine. I can't imagine it, obviously. But <laughs> I saw my mom showed me a picture a long time ago of her while she was pregnant with us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I destroyed you. No. <laughs> what oh. she was huge. oh, my God. She yes. was like massive. And I, I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that derogatorily. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> in better shape now than I was before I got pregnant. What do you think? What do you think the reason of that is? I mean, well, um, so, OK, so in high school, I was on two cheer teams and I was pretty much in shape and then I came here so I'm from Texas Texas and um, so I came here where it snows and I couldn't drive here yet and we were living in the dorms and I didn't know anybody and I came in December so it was already snowing and my husband was on mid shift so he would sleep during the day and then be awake at night and all I would do is just like sit at home and eat and not do anything just eat sleep eat sleep eat sleep well, you couldn't do anything, yeah I, did, I, I didn't know anybody yeah. and yeah and so I pretty much gained a bunch of weight and I didn't go to the gym or anything so once I got pregnant I knew that my mom gained a bunch of weight with me so I didn't want that to happen so 
like my second trimester, I started working out and I started trying. Oh, to you were healthy. working out while you were pregnant. Yeah, I would, yeah, be, I've heard, I've heard I would actually, be that pregnant girl in the, in the gym. Yeah, is that is that? I have a question about that actually, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but um, some people have argued, and I've seen posts on it, you know, tro- either troll posting or whatever, about like you shouldn't do anything. That's while you're pregnant true. because it's dangerous and then no. i was thinking like that doesn't really make a lot of sense because you shouldn't do anything that your body isn't used to so let's say like a trainer like a physical trainer got pregnant and they're used to lifting weights well once they get pregnant if they're already used to that they can continue and still do the same thing obviously if it's uncomfortable or painful you shouldn't do it but i was sedentary so of course for me i shouldn't be like lifting a whole bunch of heavy weights because I wasn't used to it, but I started off like just doing the elliptical and then doing the machines, but like on the machines, I'd only do like 10 or 15 pounds. And you shouldn't do anything to where you can't talk through it. So you can run while you're pregnant, but if you can't like talk while you're running or you're out of breath so much, then that's when it's too far. Yeah, it's like a lack of oxygen, more or less. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I was assuming, I'm assuming, it- you know, like sit-ups aren't advised. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, once you're in your second trimester, you shouldn't do any kind of ab workout um, or anything where you're laying on the back because of... Or you shouldn't <clears throat> even sleep on your back because of the way that the baby can be on your... I think it's your super vena cava, some kind of... Because that affects its like position and everything? or Yeah, like you're supposed to sleep on like your left side or... Yeah. I don't know how serious that's taken, but... Yeah, when you get like heavily pregnant, you need to do that. Yeah, well, I've read a study that said that it's it's actually beneficial for all people to either mm-hmm. lay um, one like, side or the other, but yeah. the left is the best because yeah. all your organs are in the right place yeah. and you have the most sound sleep. Mm-hmm. All your organs fall into place. Yeah, it was a sleep study that I read. And yeah, I learned that the other day actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised <laughs> by it. I actually, I don't know if I. I think I, I heard that from a massage therapist that I worked with whenever I was working at a salon before I joined, and I was just a temp, like, uh, receptionist, and, you know, the old ladies that came in, this was Texas too, so the old ladies that came in thought I was gay, and they were like, we have a problem with this, and then I ended up getting laid off, but, you know, canned. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, hey, I was like, ah, that's fine, you know, it's only 2018, or, yeah, I was like 17 back then. No. <laughs> Wait, wow. Yeah. That was a long Actually, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Shit, time is fly. I'm getting old, guys. <laughs> that was like 2013 or something. 2012? I don't know. 2012? But, I was like 14. Oh, yes, 2012. I don't want to, let's stop let's stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um the YouTube thing. Um so what was like your first video? Is it was that one that I watched? Was that your um, first video? Which one did you watch? I watched the one when you were doing makeup and just talking about things. Oh, the one I posted recently? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like my 11th video. I yeah, I, have, I, haven't, I didn't video. see on Facebook you posted anything about it. So mm-hmm. maybe... I don't... I'm going to look and see what my first video is. I don't remember it. Oh, no, I remember. Okay. So I wanted to do... I wasn't used to talking to camera. I'm still not used to talking to a camera. But I made like a vlog style video and we wanted to redecorate our bedroom balcony, the balcony, yeah, so the outdoor balcony. And so we just kind of vlogged our day and I was kind of just testing out the waters of filming stuff and how do I work the camera. So it's not a very good video. I don't recommend watching it. 
I'm very, very awkward yeah, to the camera. Yeah, you should listen to my first I'm episode. I'm very, very shy. <laughs> don't, don't listen to it. I'm just a very shy person, so me talking to a camera, I'm not like all the other YouTubers that are like, hey, blah, blah, blah. But um, I chose decorating the balcony. That's pretty much the gist of that. So did you do any like um, previous research or anything like how to work with the camera? And Because <laughs> what I'm interested in is... The editing process. Oh, yeah. My brother's a videographer, and I could oh, ask really? him, but I'm too prideful, so I won't do that. <laughs> I'd rather ask a friend. <laughs> I am always on YouTube for everything because I just have too much free time. And so I just watch tutorials on how to edit and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think that that's how I was whenever I was listening to podcasts. Um, I, w- I had, before I started this, I was listening to a lot of podcasts. And, um, specifically like a lot of comedians is what got me into it because I, I watched like Joe Rogan's special, like a comedy special and he referenced something about his podcast and I was like, what's that? I I mean, people were like, how do you not know this already? So I was a little late to the game. Um, but I looked it up and I was listening to it and I was like, all right, this is awesome. And I started getting into that. So I listened to, uh, some of the other guests that he had on that also had podcasts and it was really interesting. I I got so immersed in it because it felt like you were a part of a conversation Mm -hmm. and that's why I liked it so much. It was like, I love talking to people, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe I could do something like this. Mm -hmm. But once I started to really think about, I wanted to try my, my hand at it. Then every episode that I was listening to, every podcast that I was listening to, I was listening to it in a different frame of mind. I was, yeah, I was listening to it like, okay, so this is the kind of audio level and I could hear whenever they're saying like, you know, push the mic a little bit closer or, you know, like, and uh, if it was the audio quality, things of that nature. And I'm not, I'm by no means an expert now. I'm still learning, but it was those little things that kind of, I wanted to get relatively right before I even started. I wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure the audios were good. The audio levels was good. I wanted to make sure that the flow of conversation was right, that I actually had, uh, I could do relatively long form conversations and keep it flowing well. And so that's what, I, that's what I was, so basically what I'm trying to get at is like you did, you kind of started watching, but you watched specific like how to videos. Yeah. Once I decided that I was going to do it, cause I put it off for a long time. I've always wanted to do YouTube. Like I've, I've had videos on there since I was maybe in like fifth grade. I remember I had a channel in like fifth grade, and I would just. Oh, so you weren't you weren't a noob at it. You've done it a little. Well, bit. I mean, I had a channel in stages. fifth grade of me just like running around with my little friends, you know, because like we still play with toys then. So we would, I think, I remember me and my friends. We would be outside in our neighborhood, and we would pretend that we were ghost hunters, and so we made a video that's like us <laughs> finding ghosts or something. But then I got in trouble once, and my mom deleted the whole channel, and so the videos aren't there anymore. And then I had like no. another channel where I just uploaded random videos, like, because I was in cheer, so I would every time I got like a new like backflip that I could do, I would upload a video of me doing that. And then I did like my cheer makeup video with like copyrighted music. <laughs> that was before they and then, copy striped um, stuff. So I think I had like a try on haul like some random try on haul when i like tried on clothes that i bought because that was like a popular video like amongst teen girls that people made and then i just stopped uploading altogether 
because I had like too much anxiety of people that I knew in real life finding out about it or like <laughs> gonna make fun of me for it and so I was like no I'm not gonna do this even though I really wanted to yeah because I I'm on YouTube every single day I probably spend hours and hours a day just watching random videos and I just always wish that that could be a job in the future that's what I want it to be I want it to eventually be like a job or at least some kind of sort of income like with um what's it called sponsorships or yeah something. like ads, ads and sponsors yeah i see yeah. that a lot like i was watching uh, a video recently and i think it was about charisma or something like that and it was like the do's and don'ts of charisma when it comes to conversation because mm-hmm. i listen to a lot of like i try to watch a lot of psychology yeah or, or at least like sociology Me like too. stuff like that so so that i can better my skills mm-hmm. and i've i've been working on trying to listen more than I speak because I'm highly opinionated and I like mm-hmm. to if if something's on my mind when I hear something from yeah. somebody I want to like talk about it but giving people the amount of time to express their entire thought or at least complete their thought mm-hmm. has been something that I've been working on because I've been listening to those things and I'm still working on it so you'll probably mm-hmm. figure that out pretty quick now you're going to be listening in and like this guy <laughs> just cut me off what an asshole there's definitely <laughs> a psychology behind it too I watch those videos that's like how to make your videos better and you would think that it would just be a video on like use this color or use this word or whatever yeah. but there really is psychology yeah, it's deep. behind yeah. it where you have to uh, I can go go into like a deep hole of those that's good. What I was what I was alluding to is that, what that tags these, to put, like, what about words. around the middle, they're like another thing that you need to do is wear a nice watch, and it's just like it kind of isn't really placed perfectly, but I can tell that they segued into mm-hmm. it, and they're all like, "There's this watch thing that that uh, there's this watch making uh, site that's awesome, and they they make all their stuff like custom made designs. You can pick your design and all that. So basically, that's their sponsor, and they're like, if you want to get a discount, then here's my discount code." You know, G snaz whatever, and then. And then they get paid off of that. Yeah, that that's how they do it, and they do that on podcasts too. I haven't gotten into that because I wanted to make sure that I'm I'm more firmly established. I have enough, you know, of a following before I can even Mm -hmm. try to subscribe myself to getting those things. I have an Instagram for my dog, and he has like different discount codes. So every time someone buys something with this code, I get some money deposited. So you have a sponsor on your on your Instagram? I have a few different ones for him. Yeah. Guys, we're about to come. We're about to become some. Hello, good friends. Because I need to know. I need to know YouTube. I need I to know well, sponsorships. I'm not, I'm not yeah. like professional on YouTube. I just do this as a hobby right now. But I know. I'm but hoping. you know more than me, and you did it when you were young too. So you at least know how to post it. <laughs> I don't even know because I'm. I am not. I don't. I do not have an affinity. My twin brother is like a videographer, graphics designer. Mm. He's all kinds of social media. Like I'm pretty guru. creative with like the thumbnails. Like I made. Yeah, she makes um, stuff for my blog, too. Oh, yeah, I made her picture. Yeah, I always have her make everything. Like, I'll show you, like, the pictures for my videos. I was actually going to see. Yeah, I've always wondered how people did that. They just took a, did they take a picture? I wanted to know how you take a picture, and then you have, like, a banner that puts above it. A bunch of phone apps, a bunch of different apps. apps. Oh, yeah, I go through one app to another app. Because I was thinking it was, like, all Photoshop or something like that. There's different apps that you can download custom fonts and you can download. Um, I have this one app that's called the Erase app, Eraser. So you can get a picture and if it's like. Um, 
clear eraser. enough. Anybody off of eraser is listening. I'm, I'm waiting for uh, a sponsorship. If it's like clear enough to be able to, how do I explain this? I'm not good at explaining things. So like you'll have a picture like this and yeah. all the black areas you can just click on. It'll make it like a PNG. So you could put it over um, a different picture without like the white border being so you around. Cut it out, yeah, you like can cut it, it out. Oh. Yeah, crop it, but you can also crop like the inside of the picture. There's like a circle in the middle, like the Instagram logo. You can crop out the circle in the middle. You can crop out all that and then put it on top of the picture. Yeah. I didn't know that's how you did that. And I made um, kind of like a logo, I guess, for my channel. That's really nice. But I'm not good at explaining how I did it. I just do it. No, it's nice. You got like the uh, the whole, uh, yeah, how do we explain it? A, a I don't visual know how image. to, yeah. <laughs> it's a, like, it's I a took really the nice... pictures of the flowers that yeah. you see and I put it right there without having like a white picture. I just have the actual flowers. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you got like a, kind of like a shabby chic cursive uh, font for your title and then you have a nice picture of some so uh, uh, so, um, so like I happy. find some pictures Flower. on Pinterest and this picture of this flower came in like on a background already so I basically remove the background and just have the picture so I can put it on a new background yeah what? I think that's the best way to explain it yeah what, what is the name of that again is it's it a racer app. it's a racer app so I use that one I'll use Fonto so um, that's where I can put the new picture on a new background and then use different fonts for whatever title or name that I want to put on there. And then there's a whole bunch of other apps that you can just add who knows what yeah. onto there. Take notes, guys. This is good info. <laughs> I should be taking notes right now. But, but yeah, people ask me all the time, how do I make my thumbnails? So that's how. That's awesome. That That is awesome. So, so far you have like 11 ish videos when did you start um let's see i started four months ago ish so is it like a weekly kind of thing yeah i posted um a video once a week i think there was some weeks where i posted twice a week and then i like had a month break for a little bit which is why i uploaded my last video explaining why i was gone yeah i did i did that i've i've done that too and i've regretted it as well yeah because some weeks you're just like you get caught up and you're like you're busy and then you're mm -hmm. just like man I, crap i don't have a you know an episode mm -hmm. and then one some weeks that you're just all like man i'm i'm on fire right now yeah. i have so many people as great topics and mm -hmm. you know just something comes up in the office or, or around people friends and i'm just like dude we should have a podcast about this so they're like i'm down and then you just have i had like three um episodes recorded and i posted two of them mm -hmm. and then i posted like for one week and then the and then the next week I posted another one, but I hadn't recorded in between that time. Mm -hmm. And then that next week that I was planning on getting a, something together, like I was just slammed with stuff to do, and I did not have a time. And then I was also mm -hmm. like very lethargic because I was like sleep deprived because I hadn't gotten my sleep schedule right. And so yeah, I think that it's it's difficult to to stay on a schedule, but it's also imperative when you're a content creator. But it's understandable too. Yeah. But that's what you kind of want. I mean, I don't have a stay. job. I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm in school right now. So the period of time that I didn't upload, I was taking three classes. And then I also have, like, postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression. So, like, I lose interest in what I'm interested in. <laughs> and so that's what I, like, talked about in my last video. 
Would you be comfortable explaining that to me? Because I've heard the term, but I don't really know what that is. And that may be meaningful to mm -hmm. other people if you feel comfortable talking about it. Yeah, like that's why I talk about it on my channel because I want people to know that they're not alone. And I've had maybe like four, five different moms message me just for me posting videos that they're going through the same thing. So I'm definitely comfortable talking about it. Um, it's basically... Like, once you have a child, you have a whole bunch of hormones out of whack, and so that could be, like, a factor into it. But it's, like, feeling guilt that you're not a good enough mom. It's just feeling sad of this, because it's a huge change, you know? Like, there's a new child that you have to take care of. You kind of, like, realize, oh my god, I'm responsible for this person's life for the next, like, 18 years at least. And so it's definitely a big thing that can impact your life that you don't realize that will p impact your life, or at least how much it will, until, like, the baby's here. And for me, I didn't really see any symptoms until I was, like, six months postpartum, which you would think, like, you're fully, like, you don't have any more horm hormones from pregnancy or anything like that. Yeah, it kind of fades away. It's fades like, you would get, think that. Things get more regulated after that. Yeah, but yeah. that's when it started for me. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know Six that. I thought it was like a, a few weeks. I've heard about it before, yeah. but I assumed that it was like a few weeks after. Apparently, the six-month mark yourself. is like the most common time for things to like come up. And so I would have new, these like new anxieties that I just didn't have before. Like being in a car, like I'm so like terrified of just being in a car because I'm afraid that we're going to like get into a wreck. And then being on planes like the thought of being on a plane freaks me out like and with then your baby or just elevators. just you like in just in general just in general yeah and wow, then so being it affects on, you that much oh the japanese elevators japanese elevators oh my god i hate japanese elevators like they, the they'll that, just like close the on you karaoke spot or like any anything any elevator Actually, is it because they're small or something no because they close on you like the american ones you'll put your hand out in front of it and it'll like oh yeah go back. To, yeah. the japanese ones they close on you we were going to sing karaoke at lala laws yeah here, and, and i was just talking about my anxiety about them talking about it and then i got closed up they have elevator. stairs you know <laughs> yeah but you know we're lazy whatever and then, it's like you know i'm afraid of elevators let's take the elevator up because i'm too lazy to take the stairs I mean, I'm not, <laughs> no i'm not deathly afraid of them but they like I know, I was they give me anxiety so i mean i'll still take an elevator yeah i got closed up in the elevator yeah it just she closed up on her freaked out and i mean it kind of scared me because i mean i was squished up in these doors but then after that i was like whatever kind of embarrassing i guess <laughs> but then she's like freaking out and then yeah every time we drive together and i'm driving i'm like, like I'll see her out. legs move over oh, when I get a little this. close to the curb, and I'm like, <laughs> then I'm okay. Like, yeah. But. So, do you think that it's more of a chemical? Like, and, and I'm, I'm not like I'm not trying to impose like oh, my you're fine. ideas. Do you, it, you can ask. Is it thing. more chemical, or is it just like a psychological thing? Is is there an actual imbalance, or is it just I, like a natural thing in a sense? I think it's a combination, because I mean, there's hormones your hormones are getting into place i mean your your body was basically like having a parasite on it for nine months you know i'm sure it takes at least <laughs> said nine it. months no. for you to go back to normal and so um like the way that my therapist explained it was that you have this new child in this world in your life and so you have new fears all like surrounding this child 
and it's something new to you so you're gonna have new fears and since they're all coming at you at once all the new fears are happening at once it can be like very overwhelming, overwhelming yeah. so like especially i'll be in an elevator and i'll be like oh my god like i'll have him in the stroller but since we're not going in the car i won't have him buckled because we're just going to go on a walk like we won't be in the car so i'll have him unbuckled in like the car seat in the stroller and I'll be like, what if this elevator were to just drop and I don't have him buckled and like that would be horrible. And that's just what goes through my head like every single day. Just like the worst possible scenario that could possibly happen. <sighs> so yeah. <laughs> that's that is But rough. I'm really yeah. open to just talking about it because I don't want it to be like a stigma type thing. I want <clears throat> people to know that it happens. Or something that you want to keep, you know, like to keep inside and just let it fester and grow because I think that's one of the, and I've been saying this a lot to like my troops and other, other friends and anyone who listens to the podcast, I, I allude to it a lot, or at least I, I kind of talk about it, um, in passing more or less. And it's like the ability to like the reason why we're able to talk about things or just talk and speak in, 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 uh, in general, I think is because a lot of our thoughts, they're just, it's chaos in there. And we need to be able to voice these thoughts to be able to make it more transparent in a sense to put the pieces together, to understand it mm-hmm. and to, to, to fully articulate it and comprehend it to where we can actually deal with it in, in a way, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't it's know like, all uh, of it, everything about it, but it makes a lot of sense to me to think you're that able the, to learn something better if you're teaching it to someone. Yeah. You have to project it on someone else so you can see it from a different perspective. Yeah, that and also, um, let's see, what was I trying to say? Whenever you do say something out loud, that's why we vent. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's like when you when you say I don't want I don't really want uh, advice because I've tried to tell people that when especially in my troops. Um, when you're coming to me with an issue or something like that, or they just want to talk, I got to ask them, I was like, listen, do you, are you wanting to just vent and me to listen? Or are we, are you trying to come up with a solution and you're asking me for advice? Cause there's a big difference between venting and then asking for advice. Mm-hmm. But if you don't supplement it, then yeah. it's very, uh, I'll just straight up and try to fix it, you know, cause yeah. I'm a guy, it's what I do, you know, <laughs> or at least that's my personality. It's a good thing to ask first. Yeah, it's really. huge. Some people just want to be sad and that's like, okay, just like, I'll let you be sad. Yeah. You don't have to and be I'm happy all the time. Giver. Like the moment someone asks me with a problem, I try to give them advice and then they get upset. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that you didn't yeah. know advice. Oh, I'm really bad at that. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so bad I at that. I think that is something that all of us should Especially really... on Twitter. Like I follow a lot of moms that have had kids it's like the same time period that I had Wyatt and they'll like tweet something that's like oh I'm having the worst like back pain or I'm having the worst something and I'll try and be like oh have you tried this and then like their next tweet will be like I'm so tired of people telling me how to do this and this and I'm like oh my god oh my god they're talking about me yeah. and I, I feel no, so you're bad you're just trying to be helpful I, I don't I don't want to give unsolicited result. advice but then again I don't want to like have the answer to something that like helped me and then not be able to like give it to someone yeah. else well that's that's the argument you know? for like in your favor is it's not unsolicited if you're posting it. Like I didn't. Well, I didn't know if they were just venting or if they were genuinely asking yeah. for help because I want to be able to help everyone, and that's that's also why I made the YouTube. Because I, I mean, if they want help, they, they, they want advice, they can off. just yeah. click on it or not listen to it or watch Absolutely. it. And so that's also why I made videos. I made a video talking about how I lost the baby weight 
because I know I got that question a whole bunch on Twitter from these moms and I was like, oh, just, you know, I made a video. Here's the link. You can watch it if you want to. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good tips and, and stuff so like that. And so I think that's also why I started making the videos because, I don't know, I feel like I can't, I like was this spokesperson for these three moms on Twitter and I love them so much and they always ask me like the same, like each of them always ask me the same questions instead of me typing out the same answer to three different people. I'm like, I'm just going to make a video about it. Yeah, and that's actually a great, I love that because you, I mean, I know that you said like it's not, when you started it, it wasn't really a cat, it was kind of category, um, it was like missing a category, a, 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 a definitive category, is multiple yeah. different categories all coming together. It's more like life, mm-hmm. which is kind of mine too. It's whatever I'm interested in. It's just in interests, moment. it's interests mm-hmm. and it's people and it's whatever I think mm-hmm. is meaningful or they think is meaningful and we can talk about it. And that's basically what, yeah. Um, that's basically why I started it because I didn't want it to be strictly like some people have sports podcasts, some people have you know yeah. a self help podcast, some people have comedy podcasts. But in mine, I wanted it to be more freeform, so we can, I can have a laugh, we can talk about things that are like super funny, we can talk about comedy, whatever, and it would be awesome. We can talk about niche interests, that's awesome, and or we can talk about psychology, astrology, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm interested in whatever somebody else is interested in. So I like that now. I mean, I, I'll say like, I like it like I'm more, I'm more approved now <laughs> that you actually have a category. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is I think it's really, it's really helpful and it's, it's highly meaningful that you're experiencing something and you're, in a way, you're, you're documenting it, the process, you know, because you're never mm-hmm. going to, tomorrow you're going to be in, this, in, a, in a way another person. And most likely you're going to be better than you were mm-hmm. yesterday. So when you were able to look back on these videos that you've recorded um, five years from now, you're going to look back and be like, I was right on the money. Or you'll be look back and be like, I, I should, I wish I could have added this. This mm-hmm. would have, this was something that I realized later down the line. And, but you'll be able to see your progress. And I think that's, it's kind of like journaling. That's why people yeah. journal. I like watching videos just like for entertainment that are real that they're documenting like a real process. It's not fake, it's not scripted. And so I tried this to do this like one series and it was kind of like a fail. <laughs> but I mean, I was watching these videos myself so I thought I could just like copy like their idea and then just make it my own. Change your perspective a little bit or and, add more. Well, I just wanted to, to do it myself. So yeah. like they would do like a glow up challenge and they would try and improve like their physical health, their mental health, like just everything about them and so I tried it and it was like my worst series like the worst no one watched it it wasn't that great and so I stopped doing it so I try to make videos that I like to watch but then again I think I just watch weird videos and no yeah. one else watches them I don't know I, I something that you said that just made me have this thought and I think it was I had somebody ask me is it like oh I like, how are you promoting your podcast? Or like, you know, how many how many people are following? And, you know, how all these things. And I, I was just, it was just a bunch of questions about the popularity and what I'm doing, trying to make it, you know, as lucrative as possible, you know, and as marketable. And for some reason, I had like a weird, a, a weird vibe about it. I was just like, man, like, I don't really care about that, at least not right now. And I think the main reason why I, I didn't know why I felt that way, why I kind of got, I wasn't necessarily offended. I was just kind of like, you're missing the point. 
to them, but I didn't know how to articulate it. And I, I came to the conclusion is like, when I, when I started the podcast, I did it specifically because I thought that it was, I liked creating something. Yeah. You know, like I, I did this every time I record and I edit and then I, and then I save and then I post an episode. I'm like, I accomplished something that for me, not for anybody else, not because I had to for my job, not because someone's relying on me um, per se. It's just, I did it because I wanted to do it. Yeah. And that's all the meaning that I need to keep doing what I do. And whether a few episodes are crap or some are better than the others, I don't care because mm -hmm. I look at it as if it is like a journal yeah. or it is like showing progress. Because if you listen to like my first episodes and then you like listen to like one of the first two, three, whatever episodes, and then you listen to the more recent episodes, you'll be able to see a shift in mentalities, perceptions that I have, perspectives. Like it you really get to see yourself change and that's one of the reasons yeah. why i really did it that and to give people an opportunity to come on and talk about things that are meaningful because people don't really talk to each other in that manner anymore everything is superficial and small talk and i don't like that because everyone's walking on eggshells because they're so afraid of offending somebody i'm definitely also like i guess a competitive person in just like nature like anything like games or that's why I can't play board games. That's I'll so funny because you say, like, I'm so shy, but well, I'm also really I mean, competitive. I, I just, <laughs> I've been on, like, I've been in sports since, like, I could walk, you know? Like, I can't help it. This is how I was raised. And so I know, like, I'll make a video because I'm interested in it, but then once I already made it, then I'm, like, kind of competitive. Like, oh, how are they doing? How are the views? Are the people commenting on it or not? And so if it's like not doing that well, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to make something like this or I'll try and improve it and make it better based on what the views are, which I think every creator is kind of like that, or at least somewhat influenced by that. Yeah, sure. You got to follow the trends if you're going to yeah. stay relevant. Mm -hmm. I, like, I, I don't make certain that. videos only because, oh, this is popular right now, so I'm going to make it. Like, I'm definitely interested in everything that I create. Plus, you want to make an income. So yeah, yeah that is another thing. Because me being a stay-at-home mom right now, like, I'm not a stay-at-home mom because I want to be. I don't necessarily ever want to be a stay-at-home mom, but, I mean, childcare would be would cost more than my paycheck that I could get right now, so that's what, what I have to do. So I'm hoping that I could be like a source of income in the future. I know that's going to be like a long road to take. That's not definitely not going to happen anytime soon. Um, so I definitely want it to be with the best interests of the viewers, you know? Yeah. No, I, it's really weird for me because I try to put myself in other people's shoes as much as possible, but I, it, kind of is an impossible you can try to understand as much as you can but you'll never actually be in their shoes yeah. is something that i've come to realize and that's why people get so offended when you're like you don't know me you don't know my past you don't understand like if you're trying to be like you're like this when someone throws out an absolute statement you'll see it on movies and tv shows and probably in our personal lives we're like you're a really selfish person and we're like you have no idea what you're talking about you have no idea who i am where i came from what i've been through how can you say that? Because you don't know anything. And you're just like, well, I can see the way that you're acting. So that must be who you are. And, and so I, in the beginning, like well, well, the majority of my life, and it's not been that long, I'm 20 something. <laughs> I won't say the last, uh, <laughs> but I haven't been alive that long, but I did come to that, that grand realization. It's like, I have a specific amount of experience based off of where I grew up, the, 
the family that I've had, the relationships that I've had, the trials that I've gone through. Mm. And you can meet somebody who's gone through an exact opposite or it's just it's outside of your realm of understanding. Yeah. So when you try to put somebody in a box or absolute, you devalue them as a human in a, in a, in a way, right? I completely agree with that, yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the door's open. Yeah. So I'll just keep going on with, 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 um, with that train of thought, if you don't mind, Ken. Yeah, I'm in with that. All right. It was a real, and it was, this is recently, too, that I actually came to that. And it was through um, having responsibility over um, troops, which I think that there is personal responsibility, obviously. But when you have, like, 19-year-old, 20-year-old you know, people coming in and you're their direct supervisor and it's different. So a lot of people, whenever I say supervisor, they're, they're expecting it to be like, oh, so you're just like a manager at a restaurant or something like that. Like, it's not like that. It's like I am the person who is in charge of their progression within the military. I am, I am in charge of motivating them. I'm in charge of encouraging them. I'm in charge of giving them tasks. You even care for their personal life, don't you, if they have issues? Oh, yeah. It like, goes beyond just a job. Before I even got home today, like, I had been gone this entire week for a seminar. Yeah. And it was, a, like, a week-long seminar, and it was same duty hours, so 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., and we sit in, like, a, a classroom kind of setting and they have speakers come up and they show like powerpoints and they show videos and they talk about you know things to better you as a, a leader and a, a, a supervisor and i wanted to do that because like you know i think that i have an idea but that's egotistical if i say i already have an idea i already know what i know so yeah. i don't need anything i'll take any i'll take any experience anybody that has experience in that yeah, years long yeah you have to be humble with it so, um, right after I got out of that Friday, I had to go to like a going away thing and my troop was there and he was like, Hey man, like, are you want to like go sit in the car a little bit and like, can, I can vape and we can chill and just kind of talk some stuff out. It's been a rough week. And I was like, absolutely. And I was like, this is the perfect time to do this because I just learned this. <laughs> it's like certain things. I learned a few things and I, I didn't just learn them as just more of like things that I already kind of knew, but were that were presented in more detail, in, in more detail, to where it's like I already kind of knew this, but you, the way that you presented it, it put it into a, a, a better perspective, or I could really understand it better. And he was talking about, you know, uh, some things that were going on, um, personal, professional, all these things, because I was gone and there was a lot of training that was going on, and he was kind of, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stress in that. Learning new things is always stressful. And so I just listened as much as I possibly could. And then whenever he was finished with his thought, I started talking to him about it. And it's, it's, um, it's conscious that I have to do it, but it's becoming more unconscious to where I don't have to think about it. That's just the way that I communicate now. That's good. And, that's a good thing. and like, he told me that he loved me after he left. Uh -huh. He opened the door. He's like, I love you. I hope I see you this weekend. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> Okay, bye. Get out of my car. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> but no, that that's that's what's meaningful to me. Yeah. That's what matters. That's that's why I like doing this, and I think that's why you like doing it because you don't want to just do it because you want fame. Mm -hmm. You don't want to do it because you want clout or yeah. anything like that, or just because I want to make money solely because you want to make money. 
You're doing it because you want to help people that are going through the same stuff that you're going through yeah. that that can see the positives of these things and not focus on the negatives of them. Mm. And that's very meaningful. I try to focus on the positive. It's hard. <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult in life in general to focus on um, the positives because it feels disingenuous to yourself. It's like mm. we're, we're constantly surrounded by various levels of suffering in life. But there are things that are meaningful within living in a purpose that um, help you overcome those trials. Mm -hmm. And that's sustained happiness. Because when people say, I just want to be happy. Well, happiness, the way that you're defining it, is just an emotion. But true sustained happiness is only found through meaning and purpose. And that's sustaining. So you'll you'll have like it, it's always a fire that is burning. But the only what you need to do with that happiness is you have to keep move, pushing past the and overcoming the things. And that's that when you do those things, you're feeding the fire like putting on another log on the on the fireplace. That's what that's what I think is sustained happiness. And that's what you, that's how you see people overcome so much. You see people that are going through some terrible stuff in their life, and they're like, "How are you so happy?" It's like. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just living, just happy to be alive. It's like, that's not an answer. <laughs> it's like, you gotta work towards it. You yeah. work on it constantly. And it's like those kind of, those people that say stuff like that, and it's just like, it's short, it's superficial, but they might, they may, they already know, they just don't know how to articulate it. Yeah. It's like, because I'm moving forward in something that is super meaningful to me. And it's given my life purpose. And that's what I think life is about. It's growing, and we don't know how long we got, so we might as well fight as far as much as we can mm-hmm. to see how far we can go. You know, what did you think about that, Nicole? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you putting me on the spot? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. You were just like shaking your head, like I mean, I'm making a lot of sense. I'm to you. <laughs> I feel that, yeah. I don't know. We've been talking about that a lot lately, actually. I mean, Nicole both have like life is short. It is. So short. It you really is. don't. You have no idea. I take it for granted. I have a fear of dying. <clears throat> yeah. I used to. I used to have an extreme. Man, this is getting deep, guys. We were talking about YouTube. Now we're talking about, like, existential. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have an existential crisis every single day. I'm Same. so afraid of dying. Like, that's another thing about the postpartum anxiety. So, like, since I have a child now, I'm, like, afraid of dying. I'm afraid of Daniel dying. My husband, I'm afraid of Wyatt dying. It's it's like before. I guess I didn't care if I died because I don't have a kid. I don't have nothing to worry about. I'm just like whatever. Yeah. But now that I have a kid, I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Like I can see I that. Can't. Yeah, people that are res- that, that you're responsible it's for. It's the new fear thing. Yeah. And so that's part of like the anxiety thing, which other people do um, experience. I'm not the only one, which is why I make videos. And <laughs> I had someone message me the other day from my hometown and. She was like, I know I don't, um, I never really talked to you in high school, but she like saw me post a video and she asked me like what she's feeling, if that's normal, if that's like a part of it. That's so, that's so and meaningful, man. I love that. There's love, people on Twitter also from like my hometown who like DM me and they're like saying, Hey, I know you tweeted about this. Um, I'm kind of going through the same thing. Is this what you're going through? Like, what are you experiencing? So I'm very open about it. I'll even make jokes about it, like self-deprecating jokes, and yep. <laughs> well, that's that, that's what comedy is, really. Uh, I was, uh, I think I was talking. Yeah, I was talking to you, you and and you and Billy. I think we were we were talking about 
it was a we were watching a comedy. It was the Dave Chappelle new yeah. special, mm. Sticks and Stones. I love that special. Dave by the way. Chappelle. I thought that was so funny. It was, and I could see that you guys were visibly uncomfortable <laughs> on a few other things. I did it, and I had to pause it, and I was like, Yeah, Billy was definitely. I said something. Yeah. I said something around this, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember exactly what I said because I didn't record it. So, I said something like the root of comedy was based in tragedy at its foundation whenever it was it began like tragedy it was it's in a, in a way belief. you're making light of something that's tragic yeah, or something belief. that you're struggling to yeah comic relief yeah you're talking about the theater yeah that's oh, self-deprecation that's what it is but taking some but everything needs like to be balanced like an Romeo and Juliet it's a yeah. tragedy but there's a bunch of comic relief in that it. is like extremely hilarious actually if you if you really if you just read the main points of Romeo and Juliet it's mm-hmm. like this dude's like a womanizer for God's sake like Romeo like he's in he's talking about how much he loves this one chick and then he meets Juliet and he's just all like yeah, screw that chick. <laughs> He's just like, you're like, you know, all this romantic stuff. And then they're like, yes, yes, we're from different families, though. So let's go talk to the priest and let's figure out how to fake our deaths or whatever. And then like, they both end up basically killing themselves. It's like, that's the most, it's so tragic, but it's like the most hilarious when you put it in that perspective. Yeah. The way you did. And that's what comedy is. And so I don't think, I don't see anything wrong with self-deprecate, self-deprecation. Especially if it's to keep your you humble, it's kind of like that. What is that thing when they always had like a person behind the king after they came back from war? It was uh, Memento Mori. You ever heard of that before? Nope. <laughs> okay, so Memento Mori is based it, how it's translated. And if there's an historian here, and I say this uh, slightly off, please don't be so judgmental. But the way it's translated, roughly, is you're just a man this there's a person right behind the king or the emperor or any kind of person this was a this was a tradition when they're coming through the streets on the, the you know chariots after they had a successful conquest or a war or a battle um guys will feel invincible after they win you know that kind of it's like the ultimate competition is fighting for your life right so the king or the emperor or the ruler will have a man right behind him in the chariot that whispers in his ear and says, you're only a man and you will die. Like you're going to die. And that's the purpose? To keep him, yeah, to keep him humble. Because, or else they'll just be like, I'm a god and they'll turn oh into some kind god. of totalitarian dictator. Yeah, uh, right. And so that was uh, <laughs> something that was set up. And so they use that a lot. Memento Mori is what it was, how it was uh, presented. That's and funny. that's kind of a form of self-deprecation. It's just like you don't have the person behind you, but you have this inner person behind you that tells you that you're... It's not It's someone else deprecating you. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody else deprecating. Like, yeah, it's not self-deprecation. But I think that's because we don't have... That. Well, uh, I mean, we I actually get, do. I get what you're trying we to say, We have though. Twitter. <laughs> I, mean, I, I get what you're trying to say. But aside from social media, we do it to ourselves a we lot. But we, we we need to have balance, yeah. because you can't be over overly self-deprecating, or else you're just cursing yourself all the time and telling yeah. yourself you ain't worth crap. When in reality, you probably have a lot more value than the majority of people that you sur- you're surrounded by. People call me negative Nicole instead of negative Nancy. You know? <laughs> negative Nicole. Yeah, I heard there's a there's a I'm sorry I'm not doing a shout out now so y'all don't know who it is but there's a girl that is like she's just like a she's like awesome at like everything she puts her hands to but she is the most self-deprecating person well she was she's gotten a lot better but when I first met her she was the most self-deprecating girl ever and her like 
uh, Instagram name or something. It's called like uh, uh, Messy Nessie or something like that. Because it's like her, her name is like Vanessa. So it's uh, so it's like uh, no, it's. You said you're not doing a shout out, but you say your Instagram. I didn't, I didn't say her last name, so they'll never be able to find her. They'll never be able to find her. So it was like uh, crap. It was it was way better. It was a better name. Why did I just read it? It was like like such a mess nest or something like that. So it's like a deprecating <laughs> name, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So and she was like, and she's like one of the most like the <laughs> kick ass people I've ever met in my life. Just like kills it at everything but constantly is just like i'm i'm not worth anything she used to be she's way she's like super awesome now and she has a great balance to it but yeah we i don't know i'm just rambling at this point (laughs) i've been talking too long uh i wanted to talk about before we even close it out about the uh it's a facebook group oh yeah right so not only did you do a youtube video like a channel you also decided to create a Facebook group to and just explain a little bit about what it is and why you made it and all that all that's in between. Okay, so I mean, I know a couple of YouTubers and bloggers in Masala and there's not like a common place for us all to connect, so I decided to just create one. And so I made a Facebook group for people in Masala who either have like a YouTube channel or like a podcast or yeah. a blog or whatever like it's some kind of like social media influencer like whatever you do that has to do with like social media or just on the internet in general creativity yeah and just have like a place for us to like share tips on what we do whether it's like how do i make a thumbnail like how do i like get more viewers or how do i do this what should i talk about like anything to make my channel better or just promote your channel in general or you know just like a common place for everyone to come together and encourage each other and give like positive (laughs) feedback like i'm on this other facebook group that's from like a very 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 like popular youtuber she created her own group and there's like thousands of people in this group so there's always like every time you refresh the page there's like another post so you get lost yeah. Until what's posted well, it's hard to keep and who up and comments. See. Yeah, because there's so many people and they're from every part of the world. So you can't really connect and what they're talking about. Like, it's hard to connect, especially in Masawa, to connect to anyone in the States, you know, when you're doing something because it's like different time zone. And there, you don't have like a, Wal- a Walgreens or a Target or like locations to go to and do all this stuff. or You know, so I just really wanted to make it. It does. I mean, you don't have to be a Masala. I'm not gonna like not let someone yeah. join the group if they're not Masala. Like, go ahead and join if you want to. I don't care. Do you, but I specifically yeah. made it for people in this area to come together, so you know who else. Yeah, who yeah. else does what you do? You're not the only one alone, like doing it. Do you have like? Um, this is just curiosity, though. But do you have like rules or anything like that? Like, if you I say anything have, negative, then I mean, well, we could potentially block you. Or I mean, just I would kick like you. create a new rule if something were to happen. But as of right now, I have three rules. The one was be kind and courteous. You know, like no bullying um, and no spamming. So no, like I mean, you can share your content, but don't like constantly every single day, like five seconds, like share. This is my channel. This is my channel. This is my channel. This is my channel. You know. Yeah. And then don't spam on other people's content. So I've had, I've had like a bunch of hate comments on my channel for my videos from like random accounts. 
that were just created specifically to spam my videos with hate comments. So if that happens, really, yeah, I will remove them from the group. I did not know that was a thing. A whole video about. I do have a whole video. I really don't. That want means to... you're doing good. Though. I mean, I don't really want to go. <laughs> if you're influential enough to have hate bots on, there I mean, I really don't want accounts. to go into the whole thing. But you don't have to. You don't yeah, have to. That, I'm done with that situation. I don't want to talk oh, about anymore. Bad, though, you got so many supporters after that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind that. of like a double-edged sword in a sense. Yeah. Like doubled after that. It did. Okay, so once you once you meet any kind of con, well, you can see that a lot. So yeah. like 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 I said, like the Dave Chappelle thing, right. when. He, he made something that was purposefully contentious and he knew he was doing it and he did it to uh to combat ca- cancel culture or to call him out yeah. and that's why he made that, that one thing he's all like mm. when you're watching us on netflix just remember you clicked on my face yeah so i don't care mine just yeah did. i mean mine just came out of freaking nowhere mm-hmm. i didn't like do something provocative or something like crazy to yeah There's some people just want to some but... people just want to be negative because they just they have no power in their own lives and we i feel bad for them like a day at the beach that day yeah dude we were at the beach and then i just look at my phone and i see like i refresh new comment refresh new comment refresh new comment i was like i do that with my analytics things i get a new viewer on my analytics i'm like (laughs) no like they would be hate comments like they would be like making lies up about they would tell me i would refresh and it would be like (laughs) i slept with you last month and your husband doesn't know and i'll be like what the fuck making accounts with people's name that live here what? And it was yeah. accounts that they just made on that day, but they were yeah. using people's names. Or they would no. make an account yeah. that says that's and for the casual passerby that's just scrolling through the comments to see if this video is worth a shit. So that was a whole it's thing. It's like a problem. Yeah, I'm not getting into it. But yeah, we don't have to. Reporting. We've already gotten into it. Yeah. It's like we said we weren't going to talk about yeah, it, and we're talking about it. I mean, it <laughs> fires me up still, but I mean, they were reported to security forces. Well, it turned out to be great, though. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was saying is like when you reach any like you weren't what you were doing was not controversial. Yeah. Or but that's why the third rule is there, the no spamming rule. Yeah. That's why I have that rule. Um, the page is called Masawa YouTubers and Bloggers. If you're in Masawa and you want to join it. Um, you don't have to necessarily be a YouTuber or a blogger or do anything if you just want to see who's out there and who's making stuff about Masawa or having their own little channel and just want to check it out, then you can join. So Masawa YouTubers and bloggers. Yes. Right? All right. Um, I have to approve everyone who gets in the group just to make sure that everyone agrees to the rules. But other than that, anyone can join. So essentially, they got to have like a the equivalent of like a Twitter checkmark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new into Twitter, so I don't even know what any of that stuff Thank is. Um, I started following a bunch of stuff, and it's just like littered with. I ended up. I, I did it. I did it when I was drinking. I'm not gonna lie, and I was like in a real political like <laughs> like you know you have those seasons or whatever. You're like I'm getting really into politics, and you have to take a step back. So I was like, yeah, I was in this like big like tr- like political thing because no. I watched something. I think it was like I have a podcast. It was called uh, the Revolt Summit. And it had a it had like two conservative people, and this is African American summit, uh, talking about the black communities and like inner cities and what they can do to better the communities and all that. And it had a bunch of different people from across the aisles, you know, left, right, n- neutral, whatever. I don't really care because I smoked a lot of weed, so I don't really give a shit. Like, I'll, like everybody was on there, yeah. right? And so I had a an epi- I had I was talking with this one guy, and we had a. An episode about it and it's i mean everything they were talking about was straight political so i started fact checking yeah. things put on the political spectrum right. 
And I was like, yeah, you know what? This is a big problem. Why aren't we talking about this? And I just like started like adding all these things because I just started my Twitter. It's the Lost yeah. Isle podcast Twitter. And I just added all these anymore. different political figures, commentators and stuff. And I'm just like, I can't even open it anymore because it's just like Trump's on there. I, yeah, I, I, Trump I, I added Trump just to see because it's like I heard so much about Trump's tweets and I was like, I've never actually They're in read every them. like news outlet. Yes. And they talk about his tweet as like, a headline or has like the, like a main point yeah I, my favorite thing I is what they do on like on the left-leaning uh, news sources is they'll bring up the tweet and they'll highlight yeah. like a specific line and be like this is what he really <laughs> means yeah. like it's like, like he's not a poet <laughs> he's just like <laughs> uh, well, i can't so i like i feel like i'm at the point where i used to be so 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 passionate about certain things like that's political and i would just argue to like the death of it because i was just so like into it i believed in it so much and then now i'm just point where it's just like too much like i'll still vote i'll still like do my part and all that but i I just can't talk about it anymore because it's just too tiring it takes too much out of me and i'll like take everything personally yeah because i'm so passionate about some things yeah and there is a thing where like yeah you have to fact check because people will like have a really really convincing argument like that Mm -hmm. that what's that girl oh that girl what's her name the one who like is famous for being on her university campus with like the gun she's like republican whatever her name is um she had some videos where she she's a very she's very good at arguing her points like she is she'll she'll make biased videos where she's arguing with someone tori maybe she have blonde hair I think that might be somebody else. Tommy Lauren. Yeah, not Tommy her. Lauren. Not her. Not my bad. Yeah. Not her. I don't. Like I remember her, her, but I mean, I don't. But she's not as bad as this other girl. I don't know what her name is. But anyways, she'll like make some videos where she'll, the video will be her arguing with someone else on like a different side of whatever she's on, but she'll pick like someone who's not good at arguing back, and so she's very good at arguing her point. But then she was saying these facts and she was saying these numbers, and I would like fact check her, and she's like wrong. Yeah. And her numbers weren't right. and But in the video, it's like propaganda for like the Republicans. And they'll be like, yeah, watch this video. Look what she says. She's slaying oh, yeah. this liberal. Well, you can go extreme on either side. And it's so crazy. I It is. Yeah, I'll be on because all my ads are pretty like liberal. <laughs> and I'll watch a video that I'm like, this isn't right. Like, this yeah. is too much. Like, it'll... Take something Trump said and be like, he's evil. And I'm like, Like straight out of context. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I wish, like, I'm such, like, a people pleaser. Like, I hate having enemies. And I yeah. hate having people think that I'm something else that I'm not, you know? So I try and compromise with everything and see both sides of it. And it's so hard with this, like, propaganda on Facebook. Yeah, I think that this is something that I I came to the headlines that are just drawing you in, but the oh, story's yeah. not legit, and there's no sources. Mm-hmm. And so this is something that I that I had to do because my dad he was super he was super into politics back in I don't know if you know this guy's name, but his name was Glenn Beck, and he was like a Fox News guy, and uh, he had this like hour long like show, and he had like a whiteboard. This dude was like a mm-hmm. like borderline some people would argue that he was straight up conspiracy theorist 
<laughs> and uh, he was a conservative conspiracy theorist, and that is like the probably the most probably not even the most extreme categorization. I love conspiracy right, but it was that's why it was so entrancing is because mm-hmm. the guy had so many things, and it's like I don't know, I don't have the time to go through that level of you know fact checking. So you just he watched him, and he was all like, "They're trying to destroy the country. Like, we're gonna." And so he had so much like anxiety and stress that it affected his health. And then the doctor was like, "So what? What do you do? Like, what? What is stressing you out so much?" Whenever he went to the doctor, because he had a lot of heart problems and stuff like that. Like, it was like things were getting bad. And he was like, "I watch a lot of you know uh, politics. I keep up with politics." And he's like, "All right, so here's something that you should do. Recognize." There are things in your life that you can control and there are things in your life that you can't. You control the things that you can as much as you possibly can and don't worry about the things that you cannot control. You can stay informed, but you don't get so invested in it. That's easier said than done. Oh, it's difficult. But <laughs> that's why I tell myself that every time whenever I watch a conservative video or a, a left-leaning video, um, I'm like, I'm not going to let this affect my mentality or my, my just my vibe i guess you would say mm-hmm. uh, because all i can do is vote i could also like call my congressman or something like that but that's that's a base, that's basically all i got so me getting all worked up is falling on deaf ears in a, in a way unless i decide i want to be some kind of political commentator which i'll never mm-hmm. be that because i don't have the time to invest in all of the endless fact checking these people that are like really popular out there that have like actual shows Mm -hmm. they have fact checkers Uh, Mm -hmm. that girl i don't know if she did or not she probably didn't she probably just pulled that crap out of her part of the show she's yeah she got like viral on twitter for Mm -hmm. a picture that she posted and now she does like her own little videos tommy lauren i don't really like her but she is pro-choice. She's very, she's very, very Republican. Yeah, she, I saw that. She, she was on the View Trump, and she said that. She's yeah. actually pro, pro-choice, and that's the one thing I like about her. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Do you watch Shane Dawson? Who? Shane Dawson, the YouTuber. Shane Dawson. You have to know who he is. Come on. You have I'm to sorry, know. I don't. Really? Yeah. Well, you oh, have to show it to me. He he up. does. He, I mean, he's like kind of famous for doing conspiracy theories on YouTube. He'll yeah. like go into the popular ones. That oh, is some I'm rabbit holes. I'm such a big fan too. of him. Yeah, that is some rabbit holes. I'm such a big fan of Shane Dawson. I want his merch. I've been I've been like watching his videos for like 11 years now. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you'll show it to me after we finish this yes. up. So we'll, we'll wrap this up. But anyway, essentially. Um, I want you. Uh, what's the uh, what's the name of your YouTube channel, so that if people that listen to this mm-hmm. and they want to see, maybe maybe uh, someone in the audience might find it useful. Mm-hmm. So, or they might be interested to see yeah. your face. Who knows? <laughs> it's called Growing Stones because my last name is Stone, and so I kind of made that name up, like capturing my son's life, so like him growing up. So that's why it's called Growing Stones. So it's like there's no like it's not like one of the O's is a zero or anything no, like that. No, it's, it's really no, easy. It's one how word. You spell yeah, those just words. growing stones. Growing stones. Growing stones on YouTube, and then the Facebook group um, for anybody who just mm-hmm. may be interested. If you will have it open, because you have to you have to accept people anyway. Yeah. But if someone who genuinely wants to you know be a part of it or maybe give advice or something like that, mm-hmm. um, it is called what was it? It was Masawa YouTubers, YouTubers and, bloggers. and bloggers. Yes. So you could look that up if you like. 
and also the podcast itself. If you have any questions or you want to shout out on this podcast or you want to bring Nicole and Kenzie back <laughs> for another round on the, on the episode, you let us know if you'd like that because they're going to be on anyway. But uh, like if anything specific, topics, anything like that, I take... Any and all criticism. I don't care if you hate me. I really don't. <laughs> I'll be like, fun. I'm sorry, really you feel nervous. that way. I was really, really nervous about doing this because I just have anxiety, like I talked about. But I mean, now that I did it, it was pretty fun. It's not I nearly as bad as you expect, man. It's and you once you get into the flow. Yeah. Like, when it first starts, you kind of get that get little jitter. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so you can listen to this podcast episode on spotify and apple podcasts as well as the website lostilepodcast.com and those shout outs or questions or any kind of criticism you know anything like that you can email the podcast at uh the lostilepodcast at yahoo.com so thank you guys for coming and hanging out and listening to us <laughs> just rant and ramble about things that we think is meaningful yeah. <laughs> as you would say awesome stuff uh, go ahead and send us off. Just so say goodbye. Yeah, bye, everybody. Bye. Kenzie says bye. Nicole says bye. We'll catch you guys next time. All right. Bye bye.